0: Hi, I'm Daniel, and before the episode starts, I want to briefly talk to you about the Garden Outreach Project, a WCF program focused on putting faith into action. Our mission is to inspire and support Christadelphians in North America to share Christ's love through outreach initiatives. This is done by facilitating national and local outreach activities supplying resources, and providing funds to help brothers and sisters serve those in need. For example, in 2020, over 40 ecclesial groups participated in our Bags of Love initiative, which saw over 800 sleeping bags distributed to shelters and those without a home. If you, your ecclesia, or CYC want to learn more and get involved with our latest initiative, please visit our website at www.thegardenoutreach.org. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram at The Garden Outreach for the latest news and encouragement. And now, here's the show.
1: Welcome to The Garden Outreach podcast. Our mission at The Garden is to inspire the North American community or Christadelphian community to share Christ's love through outreach initiatives that show compassion to our neighbours, mainly through providing for their immediate needs, be that food, clothing, shelter, or emotional support. And one way that we achieve this is in providing grants to brothers and sisters who see a need in the community and want to reach out, and we can help with funding in order to enable people to do that. So today I'm talking to Ann Giordano, and I'm going to ask her about her experiences in applying for a grant. And what she did with the grant. But first, Ruth Ann, um, tell me a bit about yourself and your ecclesia.
2: Okay. Well, let's see. My husband and I and our three kids live in this little burg called Fairfield, New Jersey, which is with no traffic, about a half an hour west of New York City. Right. So, and If you go a little further west, you get to our Ecclesia, which is Schooley's Mountain.
1: Now, you told me something when we started off about your dogs and the seeing eye. Can you tell me what the seeing eye is?
2: (laughs) The seeing eye is an organization out here in New Jersey. They serve people who are blind and visually impaired. They will serve all of North America with trained guide dogs. So we raise and begin the training for the seeing eye. So we have, in our home, we raised one shepherd so far, and he he was sent back to the seeing eye. We got to adopt him back because the seeing eye will only take the healthiest of dogs. And the dog that we ended up adopting back has a heart arrhythmia. So he'll, he'll live fine as a pet, but not as a working dog and mm-hmm. the seeing eye wants to match the match very meticulously the right dog with the right person and they want that to be a long and successful relationship
0: mm-hmm.
2: so burn would have only lived about 3 years as a service dog right so they'd rather have a longer stint of so course. the second dog that we have is a, he's a cross between a golden retriever and a black lab and he's going to be a perfect guide dog. He's going back in about four weeks to the seeing mm-hmm. eye. And mm-hmm. he'll go through formal training and mm-hmm. then get matched to someone from
1: okay. anywhere in North America. Yeah. So how did you come to get involved with that?
2: Just bumping into people and getting to know
1: people who were doing this,
2: who were raising these dogs for, for the blind people. I'd run into them at my vet's office or at my kid's classes and the idea kind of grew on me and I thought this would be a really nice way to not only work with some of the best dogs but to help others and mm-hmm. what I had forgotten was that my grandmother when she died she had a lot of vision problems and I think probably by the end of her life she was legally blind and mm-hmm. so when she died she asked for no flowers she wanted all the what would have been spent as donations to the seeing eye mm. so here i am years later volunteering for the seeing eye I'm like wow but i didn't read i had forgotten that those seeds were planted so many years ago but mm. it was just something i wanted to do for a long time and the family was
1: really enjoying it i bet that that sounds beautiful so how have you and your family been impacted through i suppose fostering dogs for the cni and helping in their training it's given me
2: well it's definitely given me a deeper appreciation for the challenges that the blind community has and maybe deeper appreciation of just a lot of different issues that people have i mean we have another Our daughter's really sick, so I I understand that from a different angle as well. Mm. But just to see, first of all, how careful the seeing eye is to match the the right dog with the right person and all that care that they show, and then hearing back stories of the blind people and how these dogs have changed their lives, it's, it's just it helps you in the process because it's hard to give the dogs back. And also it makes, well, when we send the dogs back, we pray that Mm -hmm. God will place the dog in the right home. And the prayer is that God somehow used the dog to bring the person to the knowledge of Jesus. Because Mm -hmm. look, if God made the world, this should be easy.
1: (laughs) All things are possible with God. Yeah. Yeah.
2: And um, then also just hearing stories of the joy that people have once they get these dogs and they can use them reminds me so often of the miracles that Jesus would do and the joy that people would have when they were truly healed. So Mm. I think about when Jesus comes back and when the world will be healed Mm. so it it affects us on so many different levels
1: yeah and I guess we're not just waiting aimlessly and without purpose for the Lord to return sure we we can't heal people or, or give them their sight back but we can always share what we have our time and our love and our compassion and exactly what you're doing with helping training these dogs it's wonderful so if there's anyone listening to the podcast Ann, who thinks i might be able to get involved with the cni myself how would they go about that
2: well if you're let's see if you're in new jersey new york eastern pennsylvania and delaware you can help raise the puppies if you live somewhere else, the Seeing Eye is run 100% on private donations, private and corporate donations, completely. No government funding whatsoever, and it's always been that way. So a financial donation is, even if it's just $5, makes a big difference. Mm-hmm. The seeing Eye has kept the prices for new dogs the same since the 1940s, I think. Wow. And that has been through the help of donors. So it's another way to, to help out those in need.
1: Right. Okay. So you said they've kept the prices the same since the 1940s. What, what are the prices? Because I've heard that therapy dogs, guide dogs are, are really expensive.
2: Yeah. The most recent figure that I saw was that it, it now costs about $70,000 to train each dog. For the, wow. for the breeding, they have a pri- their private breeding program. So between the breeding and the training. And if someone has a dog and they live in Colorado and they run into trouble, if needed, a trainer will fly out to Colorado to help them. So it's a right. lifetime support. So yeah. the total cost runs about $70,000. A lot of blind people are on disability. Yeah. They don't have that. Uh-huh. The price of your first dog is $150. That includes four weeks room and board here too. Wow. If it's your your second or more, if you had more than one dog, then it's $50. Mm -hmm.
1: Right.
2: And if you're a veteran, the dog's a dollar.
1: Wow. So that really is an amazing charity for helping the blind, (laughs) affordable prices.
2: They'll try and make it available for anyone in need.
1: That's amazing. So, if anyone is interested in the Seeing Eye, their website is www.seeingeye.org, and it there's might
2: be the Seeing Eye.org unless you looked it up beforehand. Yeah,
1: I, I just looked it up. The charity is called the Seeing Eye, but the web address is seeingeye.org, and there's a little quote there from someone who received a Seeing Eye dog who says. My seeing eye dog taught me to walk tall and raise my face without fear to the sun, wind, and rain. She taught me to trust again. So that really is a um, wonderful service that you're doing there, Ruthann.
2: Yeah, and, is, and think, isn't that what Jesus will be doing when He comes back?
1: Yeah. And so we yeah. can do
2: it in a small part now, but Jesus will do it perfectly when he
1: comes back. Absolutely. It's like when I think, well, what will we be doing in the kingdom? God willing, yes, we'll be preaching the gospel, but also we'll be making sure that no one is oppressed, eradicating oppression. And, you know, we know that the Lord will provide safe housing for everyone. So to me, it is just living a kingdom life now, doing those things in a small way which we'll be doing in a big way in the future, God willing.
2: Yeah, Yeah. this is our training grounds now for what we'll be doing. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure I have a verse for that, but what else would the purpose be of this life? Mm -hmm. So we're getting ready for our job that God will be giving us in the kingdom. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah. Well, that's a great note to end on. So I really do thank you for that. I've enjoyed talking to you. i like. Maybe if you're involved in other outreach initiatives, we can <laughs> hook up again sometime when we've got something else to talk about.
2: All right. Sounds good.
1: Okay. But Excellent. thank you very much.